Prepare to be inspired, challenged, and enlightened. It's time to awaken your inner healer, your true warrior. Welcome to the Mindfulness Medic Podcast. Your journey starts now. What's up, guys? I want to talk about a couple things tonight, but first off, I want to talk about these new designs I have because I'm so pumped on how these turned out. I know this is a podcast and you can't see, but people watching the video, the new Break Free and Rise design. And if you're on the podcast, just go to the website, mindfulnessmedic.net, check it out, or go to my Instagram page, the Jason Warren, or Mindfulness Medic on Instagram and check these designs out because they're freaking dope as shit. Break Free and Rise. It's all about my financial pillar and breaking free from those things in life that keep us oppressed, that keep us down, that prevent us from living the life we want to live, from living our highest potential, from living our true purpose in life. For me, freedom is breaking free from the financial constraints that prevent me from living that life I want to live, from living on my own terms, from punching someone else's clock and not being able to punch my own clock. Because that's what I'm working towards. Because to me, that's freedom. And I believe that each and every one of us has our own iterations and versions of what freedom means to us. And break free and rise is about figuring out what that freedom is for you and fighting for it and doing everything you can to break the chains that keep you shackled. Usually our own minds that create our own prisons, that create our own shackles, that create our own chains that prevent us from doing those things. It's all about breaking free from those chains and rising to your highest potential. Break free and rise. And then the second new design is protect your peace. I mean, it doesn't get any more dope than that. Protect your peace. There's enough negativity, enough toxicity, enough bad crap out there, guys. Do everything in your power to protect your internal peace because that's all you have control over. Your immediate circle of influence. You have control over your emotions and the way you react to things. Your actions and your emotions. Don't let things come into your life that aren't serving you. And If you have things in your life that aren't serving you, cut that stuff out. Cut that cancer out. You can push forward. Protect your peace. These new designs, I'm working with this guy. His name is Rick Gideons. This guy is a baller. I'm so glad and so grateful that I had the opportunity to meet this guy. Stumbled upon his work a few months ago. Started following him because I just, I really liked what he's all about. He's a retired paramedic who has suffered from post-traumatic stress. And he's an advocate for PTSD awareness in first responders, in our culture, in our professions. And he is a success story of what you can do with your life. If you don't play victim to your circumstances, you get out of your victim story that you're telling yourself every day. You pick yourself up and you move forward and you push forward. You can build things with your life. You can build past this trauma that you are continually telling yourself that you're never going to get past that you're always going to be a victim to. I used to live that way for myself for many, many years. I used to sit around and wallow in my own misery, thinking that I could never get ahead, and that, oh, oh, bother, life is so miserable. It's not. And Rick Gideon's 5011 Media on Instagram, on the socials, this guy is doing amazing things, and he's going to blow up big, I can, I can already tell, and I'm super, super stoked. You have partnered with him, with the mindfulness medic. He's working on some of my designs. I give him my creative vision, those messages that I want to put out and I want to manifest and create into physical items. 
that represent my journey, my story, the things I stand for, my six pillars that I've used to transform my life from being that miserable, miserable person to the person I am today, serving in a higher level, serving in a higher capacity, serving as a better father, husband, paramedic, firefighter. These things that I've used in my life give me that ability. It's all here in the Mindfulness Medic, in my six pillars, in my six pillars. So check them out. Check out my work, mindfulnessmedic.net. Pick yourself up some stuff. I mean, it's just, it's dope. I'm just going to say it. It's dope. Tonight, I want to talk about our career identities and this thing we do that I did for so many years in my career as first responders, people in public safety, people in healthcare. We are very, very proud of what we do, and, and we should be, because what we do is one of the most noble professions the most hardworking, noble, honest, altruistic professions that there, there is, that exists on earth, hands down, in the civilian sector. We literally exist to be there for people on their worst days. We exist to treat more morbidity and prevent mortality. We exist to protect lives and property. We exist to save lives and to bring them back from the brink of death. There is no more noble profession that you can have than be in public safety, a first responder, or in healthcare. So of course we're going to feel proud of what we do. We're going to have pride in that. We should. And frankly, if you don't, you're probably in the wrong career and you should do everyone a favor and your patients a favor and the communities you serve a favor and leave. Because if you don't have pride in what you do, you're not going to do the job very well. And the people you serve deserve your best. So with that pride, though, comes this really tricky area. And I have fallen victim to it myself. I fell victim to it for many, many years in my career as a paramedic. Is this innate, intrinsic, and almost subconscious attachment of our identities deeply into our professions our, and our careers, our titles, our accolades, our post-nominal letters, our career accomplishments. For so many years of my life, I identified so heavily with being a paramedic that it was all I was. It's all I thought about. It's all I ever wanted to talk about. I couldn't talk about anything else in circles of friends or colleagues outside of work or I, even just with family members. I found it difficult to not talk about anything not related to being a paramedic, EMS, talking shop. Looking back on it, it's annoying. I can't stand that now. It drives me bonkers. But it was because I was so heavily identified with, with my career and constantly wanting to strive to become better and better and become a better provider and gain more knowledge and gain more skill set and gain, gain more, more ability to serve better. And we should. And we should train to our highest ability, constantly, mentally and physically. And we should be prepared. And we should be physically fit and mentally resilient and physically resilient because it's our job to do hard stuff during hard times. And if we're not prepared to do that, then again, we need to question what our motives are and why we're here. But the danger lies when we place our identities wholly in the career that we do and in our titles. Because when that career is inevitably taken away from us, whether through injury or retirement or whatever else, your identity goes with it. And then you're left with what? You're left with nothing. The identity attaching to the career is, is a dangerous thing and it's, it's wasting your life. 
That's the realization I came to. I was wasting my life. I didn't know how to live or experience or, or, or desire anything out of the career bubble that I had built myself into because I realize now that there is so much more to life and so much more to who I am as a person than my title as a firefighter paramedic and that I wholly enjoy loving what I do and being good at the job and continually trying to become better and better at the job, but also being able to leave work at work and being able to leave what happens on the job at the station when I go home at the end of my shift. After I work my 24-hour shift, I pride myself in being able to leave that shit at the station and go home with a clear mind, a clear conscience, and serve as a husband, as a father, serve myself as the human that I am with my passions, my interests, my hobbies, my desires outside of my profession as a firefighter paramedic. And you see so many dudes and chicks who just live, breathe, sleep, eat the job. And it's all they ever talk about. And it's all they ever seem to be really good at. They don't seem to have any other skills outside of doing the job. And they're the same ones that after they retire, after 25 years, they end up getting involved in some aspect of the job again after retirement. And they just perpetually work and work and work because they don't know what to do with themselves. That's not what I wanted for my life. That's not what I wanted for my family. So I had to detach from that. And some guys will call me out on that. And you know what? So be it. So be it. They can think what they want. And I know there's some hardcore fire guys out there who would say that I'm not dedicated enough. That if you want to be the best fireman out there, you got to be about the job 100% of the time. You know what? I think that's bullshit. I think that's old dogmatic bullshit. Because you know what the last thing that people say when they before they pass away on their deathbed? I can tell you what they don't say. I wish I worked more. I wish I spent more time at the firehouse. I wish I spent less time at home with my family. So just think about it. Reprioritize those things in your life. Because someday the job, the work, the career, the titles... It's going to be taken away and nobody's going to remember you after a few years go by. That's the hard reality you have to think about. And I know it's hard to think about the fact that our names and the things that we did and our accomplishments are going to be a distant freaking memory within just a short period of time. But do you know the people that will always remember us and how we showed up or how we didn't show up? Those are the people at home usually waiting for us to come home from work. After we've burnt the candle at both ends, because that's all we know how to do, whether that's because we're just so embezzled in the passion of the job, or we're just running away from trauma and we don't know how to heal, or we're just using it as another vice and addiction to hide the things that we struggle with, because I've done all three of those. So ask yourself, where's your identity? Is it in the career or is it in who you are as a human and how you're showing up to your family or the people outside of work that depend on you and love you because the best thing that's going to happen to you when you kick the bucket or you retire is that they're going to maybe name a park bench after you or maybe plant a tree in your honor. And that's if you're freaking lucky for the majority of us, they're going to replace us with another body, another pair of boots that are going to be riding on the engine or riding on the ambulance or riding in the cruiser or sitting in the nurse's station they're going to replace you the moment you're gone. Because in the grand scheme of things, outside of the brotherhood, outside of the camaraderie, outside of your shift community, 
We're just a number. We're just a statistic. We are just a unit of production for the bigger mechanism. So why would you put your identity into that? So that's something I was thinking about a lot. Something that I see a lot in these careers, which dovetails into thinking about what a life outside of this career is like. And honestly, that's kind of something that I have been putting on my radar recently, because while I love being a firefighter paramedic and I love the job and I love what I do, I'm also trying to broaden my horizons and formulate my exit strategy. Because I believe that one of the things you need to have in this career is an exit strategy because this career can end abruptly, whether again, through injury or whatever else. So sometimes life happens. Sometimes you just get burnt out and you want to move on to different things and that's okay too. But if you don't have a plan of exit, I've seen this happen before to other people too, is it can leave you in an incredible bind when shit goes sideways and you need to pull pitch and get out of a situation and you have no plan and then you feel stuck. And that's when you start to feel hopeless. And that's when the misery sets in. So for me, I'm building the mindfulness medic where I'm sharing my journey, my story, my six pillars, and sharing my life and philosophy in my career as a first responder, firefighter paramedic, and my struggles with mental health and how I've built my life outside of that, my struggles with physical health and how I have transformed my body and, and doing these things. And this is where I find that like my true passion in life is right now is sharing all of these things to hopefully inspire and to hopefully help other first responders, people in public safety and in healthcare, who are in similar situations to improve their lives and to show them that they can do it too. To show them that on the other side of the darkness and the fear is that life that they want, that limitless potential that all you need to do is lean into the fear and the discomfort and you can tap into it. That is where I find that my true highest potential is now, my true purpose in life. And I've been thinking of what a transition out of a career in EMS would be like. You know, I've been in this for 11 years now. And while I don't place my identity into the career anymore, I do still feel this like this fear of losing the title in a weird way. Like, what would it be like to wake up and not be a firefighter paramedic anymore? And there's all these other emotions attached to it as well, like validity and, and would I still be highly regarded or taken seriously or good enough or you know, how would people view me? It's like this, this loss of something intrinsically kind of tied into me over the last decade of my life. This thing that has been woven into the fabric of who I am. <laughs> it's ironic, right? Talking about not identifying with your career. I don't feel like I'm identified with it, but there's also still this weird, subtle fear when I think about walking away from the career that I would be losing something. But I know just like everything else in life, once you do it and once you move forward, it becomes like every other hard decision and you eventually become accustomed to it as you move down that path and, and start your new journeys in life. But the transition out, again, it's a big thing and it's something we should talk about in our, in our cultures, in first responders, because it's an important aspect. Because if you're not prepared now for all those big things, then, then what happens when that big decision comes abruptly in your life? Again, you're not going to be prepared for it. So start thinking about that now while you have the luxury of time on your hands. So that's all I got for tonight. If this is bringing value to you, if this is providing any positive benefit for you, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, phone a friend, send out smoke signals, whatever you got to communicate with. Telepathy, that's a pretty good one too. Go to mindfulnessmedic.net, buy yourself a t-shirt or two or three. I also have journals on there. 
and some handmade mala bracelets. I don't know if you guys have seen those. I hand make the mala bracelets. The mala bracelets represent presence, the presence pillar, because it has the one white bead along with all the black beads. That white bead represents the present moment in time. It's there to remind you to stay present because presence is the gateway to gratitude. And the journals, obviously, because journaling has been a vitally important thing in my life. I use it, try to use it every day, writing down things I'm grateful for, some intentions, writing down my thoughts. Journaling has been an absolute game changer for me in my life. So you can pick yourself up a mindfulness medic journal as well. So until next time, I hope you all have a rad week full of awesome memories. Keep killing it. Keep pushing forward. Keep sticking with your goals. Keep crushing life. Because this ride is so freaking short, guys. This ride is so short. You don't realize it until the moment comes. So until next time, stay mindful.